0: we Bad cop at the link, man. Because <laughs> I I sent, the, I sent the email, but I didn't send no link. But <laughs> uh, <that's> good. <laughs> all good. But um, yeah, man. Uh let me change the uh, I think we're waiting for Tay to get in here, but um well, welcome back to another episode of the JJ Sports Talk. Um, like again, uh I'm your host, Jordan. We big J. No skip. <laughs> um it is currently three oh two on the East Coast. I'm assuming like twelve something on the West Coast. Um, yeah, man, Kyle, how you feeling, my dog? Yeah, man, I'm good.
1: Um, there's no more NFL, but uh, NBA. We got All Star Game coming up, which I'm interested to see some of it. And baseball is about to get started, so you know, sports continues
0: on. I, your mic on my internet sounds, sounds like uh, like it's on speakerphone or whatever. It's, it's like far away. Oh, um, let me see. Do you have your, your settings right with your mic and everything?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks right. So you're saying it just sounds, what, far away?
0: It kind of, kind of. Um, I mean... It's alright. I'm mean, I not sure. Hear you clear? It's it's not as loud as you know, like when you're up you near know, the mic. it's not as, I guess, close to you know. Like, can you hear me close, loud like, and clear? Yeah, I mean, I can turn up the volume on my end. Oh, Okay. Maybe try to do that because it sounds like you're on a speakerphone on my mine. Maybe try to just, try, just like a, like, a, like a like a little bit. All right. Is that better? Yeah, it's a little better. It's still kind of. Still feels like it's like on speakerphone a little bit, but it's all good.
1: It might just be the microphone. I don't
0: know. Oh yeah. But uh um, yeah, man. Um I had to wait for uh our guest Tay, Tay Hoppins to hop in the hop in the um in the stream. Let's get right to it, man. Super Bowl 57 just passed us. Uh I believe it's fifty-seven. Um mm-hmm. Chiefs, Eagles, um uh Chiefs win. The game 38-35, 30, off of a field goal, off of a controversial, I would say, for Chiefs fans, uh, a defensive holding call, which we, you know, we both talked on the show on the network, mm-hmm. the Sports Empire Network, um, that you know, it was a holding or it wasn't, or I, was, uh, like, but we both wanted to, you know, well, me and you both wanted the game to be called a different way or in a different way, um, as far as you know, like Gene said. Uh, he rather had Jalen Hurst phone the ball or throw a pick or fourth, uh, three and out rather than you know the game ending on a controversial little knick kind of flag. Um, so yeah, just give me your little so give me like your input on the whole you know, on the outcome situation and uh, tell me your thought process, man, of the of the game. Yeah, I-
1: I feel like for a lot of people, the the holding call itself wasn't the issue. It was just that it was something that wasn't called throughout the game. So with a lot of players, they try to figure out the tendencies of the referees to see how much they can get away with. So if that's something Bradbury was kind of doing most of the game, but then they called it at that point, that's where I feel like a lot of people have the issue because, you know, yes, The Chiefs were in field goal range, so worst case, they just kicked the field goal a little bit earlier with like a minute and a half to go. You know, then we get to see could Jalen Hurts pull off some magic, almost like Brady did back in the day when he was a young player trying to make a name for himself. He had that Super Bowl moment where, you know, John Madden was like, take a knee, go for overtime, but he made plays down the field that led to a game-winning field goal. So if Hertz could have done something like that, I feel like that would have made the moment kind of fit where the game was going. Or even, like you said, and what Gene said a lot, even if Hertz tried to do it and threw an interception or something, or like went for and out or something like that, that you could handle instead of this call that everybody's now talking about the game in reference to the call. And it's almost like, the greatness of the game, which it was, is getting pushed to the back burner because everybody wants to just talk about, was it a hold? Should it have been called? You know, did it, is that the call that gave the Chiefs the win and stuff like that? So I think that's where a lot of the issue is with all of this.
0: Yeah, I I definitely, I definitely agree. Um, like, you know, uh, but like I, but like we both said, you know, I mean, the money line for Philadelphia was a half point, one half point favorite um, going to Chiefs' way. I mean, going to Eagles' way. So um, prior to the game, so it was, I mean, it was. Just going say it was neutral, um, uh, and Mahomes didn't get sacked. And like I said, like the key to that. Or one of the keys to that game was, in order for the Chiefs to win the game, the O line had to, the O line had to play their best or show their best performance mm-hmm. in protecting Mahomes. And um, Mahomes did go down. He was grimacing even harder in pain than he did against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure he re- retweaked his ankle, but maybe he got a shot. Maybe it was in drilling. Maybe it was extra taped up. Because um, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was in pain. I mean, he, he you can tell like he was like grimacing hard on the sideline, couldn't barely walk over to the sideline, couldn't even barely put pressure on that on that foot. Um, but like Chiefs fans alike, man, like Mahomes is a warrior and he would do whatever he needs to, so, you know, in order for his team to have the best chance to win <clears throat> the game. Um so I mean, <clears throat> yeah, but that call, I mean, yeah, like like Gene said, um, the the throw was not catchable. Um the 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 ball was fifteen yards over his head. Um could you do could you do have caught that? Probably not. Um, but it's just those neck, kinda, you know, those tiki tech fouls or flags that, you know, and then again, like he did kind of hold his waist a little bit, but it wasn't as, you know, like to be fair, like he did it's not like he didn't hold him or grab him a little bit jersey. He did kind of have the arm wrapped around him. But in that situation, I'd rather have the game end on, you know, like you said, Hurts having that Tom Brady-esque moment, you know, never give Tom Brady or never give Pat Mahomes or, you know a star quarterback that time to end the game moment, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's like, and I mean, they did have 11 seconds on the clock, I think. Um, Now, people would say that, you know, even if they didn't call the flag, Chiefs would still kick the field goal. They'd still been up two, but, or three, but there would have been a lot more time on the clock for her to make something happen, so. Um, But overall, like, did the game live up to your expectations? As, like, you know, back and forth kind of yeah, good I defense mean, good offense
1: there was a little more scoring than i thought because i predicted something like uh i think like 30 26 so just a little bit more scoring but i did expect back and forth um i thought Jalen Hurts to be honest probably exceeded my expectations of him because you know he he had a pretty complete game You know he made a lot of plays with his arm they put the ball in his hands a lot in terms of the running game and he you know performed well as performed well in that aspect you know the uh, for nick sirianni as a young coach in this situation i thought he did well now we could talk about you know defensively maybe that i mean that's definitely where they you know fell short but you're also asking them to try to stop a Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reed offense for four quarters, which not a lot of teams can do in the NFL, but yeah, it, it definitely lived up to my expectations. You know, it's hopefully this isn't Jalen Hurts' only attempt at it because he is such an exciting player, but we just never know because with the NFL, you know, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to win games in the NFL, and then it's hard to win playoff games in the NFL as well. So, you know, hopefully the Eagles can kind of keep a good number of players together because they are going to lose some players. That's, that's going to happen. You know, some guys are going to price themselves out. Teams are going to maybe throw more than the chiefs are willing or willing to, uh, I guess, match. So we'll have to see what the Eagles look like next season. But uh, I, I, I Thoroughly enjoyed watching the Eagles. Chiefs, I knew what, what we were going to get from the Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes proved all year. A lot of people doubted him with no Tyreek Hill. He still had an MVP season. So, you know, uh, Svett, Valdez Scanling and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, those were his starting wide receivers, but he still had Travis Kelsey. So, I I, I got everything I knew I was going to get from Kansas City. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, personnel on both sides, I think it was pretty... I mean, obviously, uh A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith are kind of like, you really can't compare the, the the two that you mentioned, like that and Stanley and like Juju Smith. I think Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown are way better receivers than, you know, than talented receivers than those two, but I mean... If you if somebody had if I was at a bar right and somebody asked me Super Bowl Dallas Goddard or Kelsey to win the game I say Kelsey um, I mean he had a good game um, and like and like I said like yeah, Mahomes didn't get sacked. Um now how I was trying to figure if you didn't get sacked, how did he did he get, like, tripped up when he had that ankle, or did he get wrapped up, or, like, how did he?
1: He was scrambling. It was, like, a third and 15 play. Nobody was open downfield, so he was scrambling around to, I guess, take off. It might have been – I'm trying to think who it was. Somebody got him by the ankle, took him down, and then
0: that's why he – But he, already, he already threw the ball out of bounds, right, so it wasn't a sack.
1: Oh, he, he still had it in his hand. He, so... he was looking around to extend the play. I feel like he was about to take off because it kind of opened up on that side and there was room in front of him. He might have been a little hesitant in terms of running on the ankle, but, yeah, he got caught from behind and, you know, grabbed by his ankle. So that's why he was, you know, in pain. Which they had him mic'd up, and I I saw that kind of after the game, and he, like, was legitimately like, ow, ow, ow. Yeah,
0: he was – I mean – I wasn't gonna be like shocked if he if he didn't play because he was he was hurt he was hurt, um, but I'm not surprised that he didn't go back in because like he went back in against the Bengals, um, the, the prior game. So so now Chiefs won. The Super Bowl is in the rearview mirror. Um, I believe the franchise tag window opens up March seventh. Um, or it starts like next week, but players have until March seven to like that deadline to like franchise tag or sign yeah, a that's player, awesome. I believe. Um, so before we get to that aspect of the all season, though, cause we have a, see, that's what I like about sports, man. Sports, yeah, yeah the season might end, the playoffs might end, mm-hmm. but sports is like, there's a lot of like, content. And, um, you know, with all season news and coach firings and coach hirings and signings, um, it, it produced a lot of content. So before we get into the the players who, you know, <clears throat> particularly are on the market for free agency and franchise tag, all that, let's go through the coaches. Uh, we, we, we just um, talked about the Chiefs. Um, the whole big story is Eric enemy Um, he has a interview lined up for the commanders. I think it's him and Greg Roman as far as the only OCs who have been interviewed for the position. Um people say that Eric Bhenemey is shouldn't even have to really prove himself to to be an OC on the front of her team because you know, he's been with you know the Chiefs for just for so many years with Mahomes and helped them develop Mahomes, and but um, Andy Reid has been calling the shots. You know on the on the on the other side of the ball. So
1: I, I do think that is a factor. Yes.
0: Oh, it's a big factor. Um, but and um, I think I mean like like we can agree. I mean I don't feel ashamed, ashamed of saying this, but I think it could be the color of his skin, too. But now, don't get me wrong. I know Demika Ryan got hired, taking job, job, um, awesome hire. Um, people want to bring up his background um, as, you know, just outside of the coaching aspect of things. Um, they said he's not really a good interviewee. Um, mm-hmm. when the, so that could be a factor, but come on. Like, let's discuss the elephant in the room here. like. The NFL, in my eyes, has done a terrible job with dealing with minority and African-American coaches. And I'm just tired of, like...
1: I kind of disagree with that. Oh. In a certain aspect. Because everybody looks at the Rooney rule and they say... (gasps) (laughs) Everybody looks at the Rooney rule and they're like, oh, I hate the rule. Okay, but how was it before the rule it was worse what the rule was was implemented for what it's kind of done it's technically done its job because you're forcing teams to interview people that's usually where it starts the problem before was you would have minority candidates that weren't even getting interviewed so the Rooney rule was put in place to stop that. I'm fine with that. What people have to realize is, the Rooney Rule, Goodell, and all that, they can't force the owners to do what they don't wanna do. That's the issue. I wouldn't say the NFL has failed. It's the owners who, you're looking at owners that are like 80, 85 years old. Whatever their mentality is, you're not changing that at this point. I don't care what you do. The only way maybe is if you fine them for not hiring people, then that kind of leads to a different road where now it seems like people are only getting you know positions because of this. Where I don't I don't want to see that either. So until one you see more, I guess, minority ownership in the NFL, where the only way you're going to get that is Some of these dudes got to die off, not to take it to a dark place, but that's where it's got to go. Unless they do some Daniel Snyder stuff where, you know, the leak can kind of force them to sell, but even then they'll probably just sell to some, whatever, some other person. And then we got to wonder how will they handle all of this? I just feel like until we see kind of the, the age and the demographic of NFL owners change, whether it's younger or minority, we might keep running into this issue. So I wouldn't necessarily put that on the NFL itself. I'd put that on the owners. Because if I look around the league, there's a few owners I could say that I could see hiring a minority coach with no issue. And that's I mean, Pittsburgh, where they named the rule after, obviously they don't have an issue with it because they have Tomlin there. I see Robert Kraft as a guy because we saw this offseason. Gerard Mayo was about to leave and reportedly Robert Kraft told him that, well, he made it a point that they wanted to keep him around because the Kraft's love Gerard Mayo to the point that they think he could actually be the guy to you know, be the next coach in line when Bill Belichick moves on, which if you think about it, that's pretty big praise. So, but then you look at the other end of the spectrum, Jerry Jones, Jim Ursay, Dan Snyder, Stephen Ross, guys like that, they're a major issue in the NFL. So until those guys move on or sell because there's some new hip thing that they want to get into, it's like, I don't know what, the NFL can necessarily do. Now, D'Amico Ryan's got got the head coaching job in Houston where a lot of people thought Houston was one of those teams where a minority shouldn't go. Well, D'Amico Ryan's didn't have an issue going back there. I think they've kind of tweaked their front office a little bit so maybe that helped. But it kind of is the situation that it is. Now, I'm also one who can celebrate minority coordinator hires because yes it's not a head coaching job but at least they're kind of in a position that's you know a little bit on the higher level of the ladder where you're like right below a head coach if it was something where like minority coaches were getting like third special teams coach you know then then we'd have a real problem so i think it does get better eventually it's just Every year, it's going to be a talked about point.
0: Well, Kyle, you do make some good points, but I'm going to, have to disagree with you on just A couple of things you said. Okay. <laughs> I like that reaction, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, like. <laughs> oh man, she, she streamer doesn't do that, um, but. Um... Now, I get your point. Like maybe um, as far as the head coaching job in Pittsburgh, because that's where the, the role started. Um, but I just, I'm tired of Roger Goodell. Basically, he's trying to save face. He's like, I think a reporter asked him, "Oh, how are you, how are you improving the, um, the minority, you know, <clears throat> like aspect, you know, of coaches?" Mm-hmm. And like, like Goodell is like, eh, we're doing pretty good in that, in that, in that, in that aspect, but." We don't have harley I mean I think Mike Tom Tom is the only like active like black head coach when that would, well that's been a head coach um like in recent years and now that ryan is the head coach now um but well, daniels biracial uh he's he's white to me man he's he acts white to me, so it's, uh, it's like uh, well, I mean if we're gonna claim, well, no, I mean it, we're it, gonna it, claim
1: Pat Mahomes. If Mike McDaniel
0: is by race, you gotta give him I mean I have seen my Mike McDaniel's parents. I mean I've seen Mahomes dad. He mm-hmm. is African black, man. He is like just like cool said. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Like it it is facts that Mike Maneo is has has black, but he, he acts he acts white, Um but um, yeah, like, I just, I'm tired of, like, like, I, th- I mean, we all agree that Eric Binghamie deserves the head coaching job. Like, he, there's so many other, um, I mean, obviously, yes, the the, the Cardinals job, I mean, head coach job, maybe, well, now Gannon is the coach, but, um, but, like, I get that situation. It's, like, it's kind of irky, or murky. Uh, because like you know it's kind of a rebuild i feel like eric beckhamy wants to go somewhere where it's like it's kind of a rebuild but where you're like established you know what i'm saying like go to for example like miami where you have two what to work with and you know waddle and Hale's still there you know what i'm saying just, just for like an example or even the jets have a have i mean they they could probably either get um uh, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers are uh are playing to keep um well now they do have Salah. He's Muslim, so it's kind of a minority there there, but it's that's just nice. that's a, that's an example of like a team where I see Eric going to where it's like yeah, you haven't really been winning games as much, but you have a core where you can bid around with, you know, um Elijah Moore. You have a good, pretty good de- defense. Um uh, uh, now, if he would take the job in, like, in like Carolina, where it's, like, they haven't really been winning um, as much. Or, I mean, we all see what, what Dan Campbell's done with the, I mean, well, he's a, a white dude. But we all know he he's done with that team, turn that around. Um, I, I mean, I guess, so I guess, I mean, well, the commanders, they have uh, uh, Chad Henney. And they have, no, wait. He's the quarterback, right, for the commanders? or no, he's the saying
1: Taylor Heineke.
0: Oh, Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I knew it was one of the lickers. Heineke. Henny or Heineke. <laughs> <laughs> like, get a Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, is that a team? I mean, they, they, they get a around. I mean, they got a Tori McLaurin. Uh, um, they have or Brian Roberts, uh, so it's like... If he does
1: get that coordinator job, and even if Ron Rivera comes back, Ron Rivera's kind of on the hot seat. So maybe that's a job that he's the coordinator for a year and then maybe he's the head coach next the following year. Maybe he sees that as a path to getting in the job, which in that case, I mean, could you blame him if he if that's the route he wanted to go through? It could also be maybe some of these jobs haven't interested in, interested him enough that if he went for an interview, maybe he would have gotten them. I don't know.
0: That's the I only question I have. It's like, what yeah. situation do, do we see Eric going to? Do we see him going to a rebuilding team? Like, I, I know, I know. Uh, he
1: doesn't want that. Maybe, <laughs> what if he's looking at the Chargers job? Because they didn't fire Staley this time. If they were to fire Staley next year, could the enemy get that job? Who knows? And would you say that that's not a good position for him to get? He'd have a quarterback in Justin Herbert. I mean, yes, he'd be in the same division with Kansas City, but he kind of knows the ins and outs of Kansas City, so maybe he gets a leg up in that case. Maybe he goes off for a place for a few years, Andy Reid decides to retire, he goes back to Kansas City and gets that job. I don't know. We'll see. But, I mean, it's it's just crazy that every – Coaching cycle, it seems like the enemy becomes the story.
0: Whereas, I mean, I feel like he deserves a, a job somewhere. I mean, I mean, obviously, he does have a job I, in Kansas City, but it's like, how I, mean, how I don't long? know why.
1: Well, I don't know why he has this, you know, stigma of being poor in interviews because I haven't sat in interview, interviews. Like, how bad of an interview could he be? Is it like showing up late, not answering questions? Like, what does that mean? Is it something where, which you kind of alluded to, he's been under Andy Reid so much, and he has Patrick Mahomes? Is it just that he's not getting any credit because of Andy Reid and how good of a talent Patrick Mahomes is? So certain teams, you know, combining that with some of the answers he gives, maybe they're just like, ah, we're good. So I don't know if I would, you know, put everything on just him and him not getting a job. Because like I said, we saw D'Amico Ryan's get a job after, you know, he kind of shot up people's coaching boards in a couple of years as a defense coordinator. He got one. Now everybody will point to like Jim Caldwell's and Leslie Frazier's, Todd Bull types. I guess they've had their positions. They probably didn't get as much time in those. And that's an issue as well. But once again, that goes back to these owners. The owners who will sit there and go, uh, will get Adam Gase because he coached Peyton Manning for a couple of years. So clearly he knows what he's doing. Then you hire him. He's trash at it. He gets another opportunity. Now, luckily, he's not even in the league anymore. I think he's coaching like high school or something. And apparently he's trash down there too. So, I mean, I, I don't know. When it comes to coaching every year, it's always weird to me because people make it seem like, you know, Goodell's supposed to sit there and be like, all right, VNME, you're getting this job no matter what. Ryan's, you're getting this job. You're getting this job. You're getting that job. It doesn't work that way. And we also can't, you know, put minority people in every job because there are you know, uh white candidates that are qualified as well. And I feel like those instances can't get wrapped up in all of these either. It's the ones with the questionable decisions. Those are the ones that we look at. Because every good there's like one or two of those, but it's not like the other guys aren't qualified. Like I'm not mad Shane Steichen got a job. You know, he was Eagles coordinator. They had a great offense gannon up until the super bowl the eagles defense is one of the best in the league i don't have a problem with that also that um message is from ty i just looked it up on
0: yeah Facebook. yeah it, it makes sense he's talking about his chiefs um yeah i mean there i guess though my question is for erica is like you know what opportunities fits best for him. Does he want to go to a team that's already established in the league? It's, you know like a charter team who has Herbert? Can Eric you know hold out and wait for Staley to go, move out, or so he can develop even develop Herbert? But then again, like uh, I heard, Keenan Allen they're going to they be cutting him for for cap casualty, so they might not have him to work with. Um, I mean, Mike Williams is injury prone; he can't really stay hurt for or for a whole year so they need they, they need to get some receivers and now uh key is putting a group chat that Hopkins um with, with his freaking no trade clause uh he has not have the 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 choice to do to his um his like PEDs um he can't even you know choose a team now so it's like there's a no guarantee they'll get him or another receiver of you know of that caliber so I mean I mean I know they have Eckler um, but, um, it looks like the charters are looking to cut some people to make some cap space for defensive players. So now it, it's going to be interesting to see how these teams, you know, go forth like, you know, cutting people and, you know, for us, it's like cutting, cutting Chuck Clark to make cap space to sign a receiver or, and then draft the cornerback in the in draft or cut Marcus Peters on the defensive side to make. I know Clay Campbell's so coming back for his another season, so I mean, I think we still can cut him, but I'm pretty sure we, we he wants to play one more one more year. But as a question, these teams might, might might have to sacrifice some some players to, in order to you know keep that st- st- stability. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see like what these teams do in the uh, <clears throat> in the offseason and the free agency. So uh, also, like. I think One thing
1: about the owners, because I remember I saw this story a few weeks ago from the Carolina owner, because they had a history with Jerry Richardson, who did some questionable things in the past. He moved on and now they have a new owner, David Tepper, and he made comments about the, you know, old boys network that everybody talks about in terms of the ownerships, ownership groups within the NFL. And he said that he's one of those who wants to kind of break it up. Now, people look at him and say, well, you didn't hire Steve Wilkes, you hired Frank Reich. Yeah, that's true. But he talked about that he's doing, um, if I can find the quote, but he he's kind of going about it differently in terms of the front office because he, I think has like, all right, probably, yeah. So, he has like two African-American people that are in the front office. So it's not necessarily the head coaching part. And I think he's trying to say, like, if we can get more involvement in that aspect of it, then it'll kind of trickle down to the coaches, which I guess is kind of where I was going with it, where, you know, we can't look necessarily look at the league as a whole. It's, it's more of these guys of the ownership who put more people around them that look like them talk like them just say yes to everything that they do instead of bringing in diversity getting different you know different opinion in the room that way you know if there's a couple minority people there in the interviewing process maybe minority coaches and stuff get a better chance so i just wanted to say that because it starts with him if it gets to a few more owners then we may actually see this changing league wide.
0: Yeah, I mean, the NFL. I mean, they they have time to make to make this better for minorities. I mean, I I would not argue with uh, we if the NFL brings in like a a female, um, you know, coach. I, mean, I know we have some female coaches like on some teams, but I don't. I, mean, I would I mean I I'd be in favor of having a female head coach. You know, what I'm saying like um, another. Another, you know, I mean, I feel like you're we further
1: might... away from that in the NFL than other sports, because the NFL scene is so macho nominee. and all that. I, I yeah, that might be the last league we have seen, it, To be honest, I feel like basketball would be. But first. like, we, I mean,
0: we have seen some some. I mean, I don't know any names, but I know we've had some some women in on, on the you know doing yeah, like,
1: position coaches. That's, yes, yeah, that's person, one yeah. thing. I think as a head coach. Where might be a. Little I'd be opposed off of
0: having that. um. I mean, or I wouldn't be opposed but to having a, a, a woman GM. Um, we've slowly seen the baseball. I, I think a Seattle Mariners, uh, G, uh, GM is a woman. I believe. Oh. Yeah, she... that's, that's
1: not an issue because there's women owners in the league. Right. I think. So... I know the Bills. I believe are owned by a woman. There's a few other teams that have like women in the ownership group. So. That part, I don't have an issue with. But in terms of head coaches, I don't know how far off we are, but I, I think we're still some years away
0: from that. <clears throat> right. So I guess we, we, before we go into the NBA, um, just, you know, a couple – I guess the big elephant in the room is Lamar Jackson. Um, the Ravens d- did uh, sign or hire or fail the OC co- position, Todd Monken. Uh, I'm trying to go on Twitter. I found some interesting stats on his, like – Career, um, but um, he has coached the
1: NFL before, yeah, he
0: no. has. Uh, I was gonna pop that those stats because they know he uh was on the, grounds, the Browns and the, the Buccaneers, and both that was the year when Mayfield had like 300 or like 3,000 passing yards, um, that that one year, and then he left and they went to the Buccaneers, and then they're like third, he made he was, I think, are third in offense, um. Mm-hmm. In total, in total offense and stuff. So, I mean, it's not like we assigned nobody, off, like somebody off the street. We we signed a very, very well respected coordinator. I know he 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 recently came came from the college realm, um, but still, you know, was there for three years, two years, uh, built the offense to, uh, you know, lead the Georgia Bulldogs to national championship on that side of the ball. I mean, he's a pro style. I would say pro style coordinator where he uses two tight end sets like the Ravens love doing. Um, He uses a little bit of like Greg Roman's like running game, but I think he's a lot more, a lot better, Um, you know, running the ball than doing play action Um, before, you know, they made the the decision Lamar was on Twitter was like, um, I think he retweeted or quoted this tweet. I was like, Oh, Lamar played in a pro style offense in Louisville. And then he was like, or some kind of tweet, and then Lamar was like, pro style or whatever. He agreed to that. So I mean, the Ravens bringing a a um a very well, and I didn't see any negative, you know, t- tweets or anything else was me saying it was a bad decision. I mean, Des Bryant came out. Um, I think you know, very high respected players um, came out and said, oh, this is a very, very, very good hire. Um, for Lamar Jackson, depending on if we can, you know, work out a deal. Um, so I want to hear your aspect on that. Like, do you see, you know, with them hiring this t- Todd, I um, mean, he's been in the league. Uh, you know, he's trusted amongst his peers. Um, do you think that this is a sign, a small step in keeping Lamar Jackson? And do you, I mean, and, and, and I, I heard that uh, depending on the personnel that he he has to work with, you know. He, he elevates his players on that side of the ball, to, you know, because it's with his play style. It kind of like elevates, you know, because they already have Mark Andrews as a tight end. Leakley, uh, Leakley's another young second year <coughs> this year coming up, um, but Andrews has been known to be a proven tight end in the league. It's cute Lamar Jackson, maybe sign, maybe one or two, maybe draft the re- receiver in a draft. Um. Anything can happen. So do you think this is a small baby step in, you know, keeping Lamar um, with this kind of play style offense?
1: I mean, I I, I honestly don't know. Because if I look at Georgia the past couple of years, yes, they won back-to-back national championships. Yeah. What would you say they won that championship off of the back of? Their defense and, like, running game. That's literally what you had in Baltimore this whole time. So, I don't know how that would be any different. You know, maybe he tweaks the offense a certain way or whatever. But if I look at Georgia over the years, name a Georgia quarterback that's killed it in the NFL. I don't exactly. Know. <laughs> You'd have to go all the way back to Matthew Stafford, and that was – forever ago so it's not like they brought in a guy who uh i'm trying to think you know like lincoln riley or something where he's gone to usc they had caleb williams who's a mobile guy won the heisman they brought in somebody like that i'd be like okay that makes sense this just seems like greg roman 2.0 to me because George's
0: ah, i don't know about that.
1: Again, I mean, a running back school, and defense. Look at Looking around the NFL, a lot of the Georgia players, running back, linebackers, D linemen. How many wide receivers from Georgia do you, you know, see killing it in the NFL? Hmm? There's a, a George Pickens from Pittsburgh. After that, I can't remember. But running backs, we could we could run through the running backs who have done well in the NFL because, you know, Sonny Michelle was a high pick, Todd Gurley. Go on down the line. You can name the running backs. You can name offensive linemen, I guess. But quarterback and wide receiver, Georgia hasn't necessarily killed it there. So that's why I'm like, That's what monken has been coaching the past couple of years in Georgia. Why would that really change once he gets to Baltimore? Especially when you look Um, at a team that has good running backs, good offensive line, wide receivers are, I guess there's just question marks at this point, because Bateman's gotten hurt. Uh, DuVernay is a really good special teamer. In terms of being a wide receiver, we haven't seen it from him yet. But I i mean, I don't know. I'd have to see him, you know, coach a few games and see if the offense actually looks any different. That's that's my only thing.
0: Yeah, because um his last um George's last game under Monk, well, this is I know this is college, but um this is what potentially you can be seeing on the Ravens and in the NFL. His last uh game under Todd under Todd uh Monken, sixty-five points, five hundred eighty nine yards, 32 first downs, and eight point two yards per play. Um that was his last game under, you know, Monken. So I mean I know that like I said, college you and college and NFL
1: yeah, can compare. those yards, those. what was the breakdown? Like how many rushing yards was, was did that what was it, five hundred,
0: whatever? Uh, I think it was five hundred eighty nine. What did this? It 589 yards. I'm pretty sure passing yards.
1: No, because I remember that game and
0: in... that's his last game. So probably, pretty sure of the national yeah, championship.
1: national championship where Stetson Bennett had a really good game. He also made a lot of plays with his legs. That's why I'm like I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I can look it up really quickly.
0: Um, also, they said that you know, the report that Lamar did have like some input into this decision, like they said in the. Um, so, I, I'm assuming they kind of like went to Lamar and you know, it was like, hey, like you know, bringing you this, bringing you this officer coordinator, how you like them? And uh, I'm pretty sure you know they're gonna, you know, that's a, it's a small factor in you know keeping them. Um, obviously, it's we'll see how well it fits. You know, Lamar's play style. I mean, obviously, you know, he's. He's a play action guy, can run outside the pocket, look for tight ends. Um, but can can Monkin can can he unlock Lamar's arm um with his play action and using tight end schemes and um you know and it all depends on like who we get in offseason as far as you know our receiver depth and you know um uh, and personnel. So but I just read on Twitter and online that you know whatever. Personnel that Monken has, he he makes, makes it better. And that was the NFL in uh, college, so. Um.
1: All right, so I just pulled up the box score. Okay. They, they had 250 year, 254 yards rushing. Their leading receiver was the tight end. Tell me where you've seen that before. That's been Baltimore the past five, six years. Oh, how many passing yards, though? Uh Yeah, Bennett had 300 yards passing. Bennett's also not Lamar Jackson.
0: Oh, well, I knew that, but I'm saying that He's also saying, like,
1: I don't know.
0: But, but that proves how... that his play, but that proves that his yeah, officer's That's mind... Bennett had
1: 300 yards passing, 152, went to the tight
0: end. What? Oh, they couldn't go to the tight end. That's why. <laughs> but. That's true. I just that's let
1: true. you know, it's based off of the tight end getting open. That's what Baltimore's offense has been. That's why I'm like, I don't know how much that will necessarily change because Monkins coming in. So, that, that that's it. I mean, is it a good hire? I mean, that just won back-to-back national championships, so clearly he knows what he's doing on that side of the ball. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know, because I still I still have questions in terms of how comfortable Lamar is throwing outside the numbers. We know Lamar can throw over the middle to Mark Andrews. That's why Mark Andrews is his number one wide receiver. Is Monkin going to come in and just keep that philosophy in, or will he keep aspects of that as well as you know, put in some outside the number plays to force Lamar to do that, and then we kind of see what he can do in an offense like that. That's the question. I mean, I don't have a problem with the move. I I still also say a lot of the Greg Roman slander that came this past year. I mean, I, I thought Baltimore fans were kind of pinning the blame necessarily on the not at the right person because Greg Roman was the coordinator for a lot of these years. He was the MVP year coordinator. So he obviously knew how to work with Lamar. Yes, this past year, it was frustrating to watch early in the season, Baltimore put up a lot of points. And then all of a sudden it seemed like they couldn't do it anymore. So I get that, but I don't know. It, it's I wouldn't say that this move automatically means Lamar is coming back. I'm not going to go that far because we still don't know what Baltimore is going to offer him and what he's looking for. If that, if those two sides don't meet, they could hire Lamar's mom to be offensive coordinator. And I still wouldn't say that means
0: he's coming back. I mean, you know, as far as, you know, this feedback on like, you know, cause people are like, once my like, coaches and coordinators are hired, the fan base, the NFL reacts. You know, oh, this is a good sign. I don't know about this, um, but I mean, I I haven't really seen any you know negative you know <clears throat> like comments about you know. Just, I, I mean, I saw a little bit of oh, like, well, it's like an old coordinator bringing some new young blood. Um, but I mean, would you rather hire someone with new or would you hire someone with, with knowledge and experience? There's, there's um,
1: young guys with knowledge and experience. Uh, Lincoln Riley's a young guy. I wouldn't have a doubt he could run an NFL offense.
0: Oh no! Uh, well, I'm saying this: any old or any random new guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I'm pretty sure they. I mean, I know Eric Eric, Eric was a candidate um, for the coordinator job, um, but Ravens. Maybe. Well, I'm not sure. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not sure what kind of offense or what kind of. Well, I don't know. It's hard to say because he wasn't really calling a play, so. I don't know. If, is he a pro-style coordinator, Eric me, or I don't know what he is.
1: Um, well, if you're bringing him in to be a candidate, you're assuming that the offense they run in Kansas City is his offense. Otherwise, why bring him in for the interview?
0: But I'm saying, is he a pro-style coordinator, though?
1: I mean, look at Kansas City's offense. That's... I know, but it's not that's really... A, that's a spread... But it's, it's a spread-off. It which is... Basic but when
0: but business. but when people say that he doesn't call the plays, like does he not call any plays at all, or some of the plays he 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 does?
1: When I watch Kansas City, Andy Reid has the play sheet, I believe.
0: Then what's the point of him having a headset? Oh, Eric hit me then.
1: <laughs> he listens in on it. He can have input, but like like See, if he can is. say in the headset like, "I'm seeing this, maybe we should run this," and then Andy Reid would look at the play sheet and be like.
0: So he was like All right, he we to... could run
1: that, but I want to run this or something like that. So you could maybe say it as he was an offensive coordinator assistant, if you want to look at it that way. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the whole Andy Reed aspect plays into this, but a lot of people are just want to be like, uh, oh, black, 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 black. Yes, that's part of it too. But no. the way that Andy Reid is regarded around the NFL. I feel like that's why we're seeing the enemy now looking at offers outside of the organization, because maybe people around him have told him like, "Look, this is what we're hearing from teams. So you're probably gonna have to leave Kansas City if you seriously want to be a head coaching candidate." And maybe that's all, right. all it is. I don't know, but yeah, because I'm thinking about the Super Bowl. I feel like Andy Reid had the play sheet because I remember, I think Godfrey made a joke. About you know Andy Reid opening up the menu and calling the plays, so I feel like he was doing that. And whereas the enemy, if he has a play sheet, he's not calling plays off of it. He might be looking at it to see what play Reid's calling. I, I don't know. It's it's
0: what it's, what do, like do you know any other teams that that do that or is that, yeah. is that the only team that does it? There's
1: other teams that do it. Um, Sean Payton probably well. Sean Payton might call plays in Denver, no matter who the offensive offensive coordinator
0: is. Probably Bill O'Brien I did it when McVay. he was in the Texas.
1: McVay calls plays
0: for the Rams. Didn't Bill O'Brien call the plays when he was in the Texans? Because yep. he because he was GM and head coach. hmm <laughs> I don't. Know. That's hard. That's a, that's a lot of responsibilities for one man. Now. I have to be a that's GM and a head coach. A,
1: that's why not a lot of guys do it. He tried it because he was under Belichick. Who did it, so I think he felt like he
0: could. Oh, is a oh yeah. Wait, is 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 Bill Belichick? Is he a, is his own GM? GM and head coach. GM yeah. and head coach. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: So a lot of the bigger name guys wanted that. Uh, O'Brien probably so, got it because the Texans front office were a lot of New England guys, so they saw how it worked with Belichick, and they gave him the opportunity to do it, and that's where. Bill O'Brien kind of gets clowned for the whole uh, Hopkins for David Johnson deal, even though Bill O'Brien, the coach in Houston, was really good. It's just that that one move kind of killed everything for
0: him. Yeah. So maybe you might not, might not know this, but like, I mean, you with you being a Patriots fan, Bill Besser being the coach and the GM, like what freedoms does that have or what, what keys does that unlock with, like, you know, free agency and, like, because usually for me it would be Harbaugh and then as a coach and then Eric Costa and um, Steve Biscotti as the, you know, owner, whereas in all season you just have, I'm assuming it's just Robert Kraft and Billichick doing a, doing – and depending on the agent, whatever, we, it's just him. So how is – do you, okay, so now, we, all right. let me ask you do, you, do you think if, let's say Harbaugh, right, was the GM, or head coach and GM, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that Lamar were going to do it on, or was it just him and then say?
1: Even if he's the GM, the owner still has to sign off on it. So, so as, I guess the owner
0: would be, I guess, Scotty, I guess.
1: Yeah. So if, if Harbaugh, the GM, said, look, uh, Lamar wants $250 million I think we should give it to him. If the owner's like, I'm not giving him 250 million, go back and get another number. See if he'll take 150. Harbaugh could try that, and then if Lamar says no, they're kind of stuck unless the owner changes his mind. So it's, I mean, for for a lot of cases, this kind of goes back to Bill Parcells because he was a coach, wasn't the GM. He get questions about. How come this player is not doing this, this, and this, this? And he he had the famous line of, they don't let me buy the groceries. Oh, yeah. So that turned the tide where once coaches had some power, they started getting the GM title as well. That way, if they wanted a certain guy, they could go get that guy and not have to like convince a GM to get a guy to fit their system some coaches can't get that because they can't prove that they're good enough as a coach to be a gm as well so that's that's the only really that's the only real aspect to all of it i mean it is, yeah. what it is. like if you have a good gm and a good coach you'll still make it work even if they're not the same person
0: so now like um with you know the big quarterback is well i would say Lam- it's lamar and then now Derek Carr. where he's gonna go Aaron Rodgers, well, I'm saying as far Aaron as
1: Rodgers is the biggest cuz for whatever reason people are still enamored with him. If it was me,
0: have you, you do you see people, that weird interview at... he had with what well what well, I mean, wasn't weird but but the no, whole it, like it
1: was odd. That's, yeah. that's 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 <laughs> all Aaron Rodgers is at this point. It's nothing but drama and odd interviews. That's <laughs> it. it? <But, you laughs> like, I'm like what are you talking about? Just to go like sit in a cave or something, like what?
0: Like he's so what, weird. What do you say? He was like, "Oh, I meditate. I don't eat for like."
1: like okay. Look at how
0: Jesus didn't eat like for forty days and forty nights or something like yeah. that. Like it's like something like that. It's like bro.
1: he's an odd guy, man. I mean,
0: you I'm all shrimp. for
1: players being do you think characters, that but he's just he's out there.
0: So like, I think it was true that he he took shrooms, right? Or some yeah, kind of drug. Some
1: shrooms, some high do you think, thing or whatever.
0: Do you think that, I mean, I don't want to make it a black or white thing, but do you think if, like, Vamara, like, Deshaun Watson said that, do you think people have a different speci- per- perspective on. If they that,
1: said uh, what? That they were. If, they, if they're taking shrooms and stuff. No, I think for today, nobody really cares. Back in the day, yeah, it would probably would have been a bigger deal, but now, this day and age of like, marijuana becoming more acceptable, stuff like
0: that. Shroom is not marijuana, though.
1: I know. That's... Well, I'm just saying, like, I feel like it's more acceptable now to understand if people take certain things for certain issues. Like, if Mm -hmm. he takes it because of anxiety or something, in today's age, it's more of people would hear that and be like, oh, I can sympathize with that. Whereas before, it'd be like, man, you soft, or something like that. And then it become a whole story. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about that. I mean, hey, Deshaun Watson came through all that he went through, and all it got him was a big contract
0: in Cleveland. Yeah. So as far as, like, like the Ravens organization, like, we see Burroughs is probably next to get that contract. Hurts mm-hmm. is probably next in line. I mean, I believe it's crucial for the Ravens to, as soon as possible, like, get the deal done. Because if Burroughs gets his contract, Hurts get his contract. I mean, Washington has 230, so that's the bar right now. Imagine if, like, Burroughs, Hurts gets that contract before Lamar. Definitely going to go through the roof as There's far as like
1: big difference. Burrow and Hurts have been to a Super Bowl. Lamar has it. Lamar has one playoff.
0: Win. Well, I'm saying as far as like franchise, franchise,
1: that has to factor into it. You're going to give money to a guy one playoff win.
0: Well, I'm saying as far as like you know also, money going up as, as going to get
1: goes. his money, but it looks like T. Higgins might have to go this offseason. So that's where all the have to, Yeah, so teams have to think about that. Let, so if lo we'll, if Harbon them look at it as if we give Lamar this, maybe we lose I don't know. JK Pro, Dobbins.
0: Like Prochet or something like that. I don't
1: know. Well, I'm saying yeah. let, let's say maybe we lose JK Dobbins down the line. Right. I mean to Ravens fans they might be like, okay JK Dobbins we can find another guy. But then, what if it turns into J.K. Dobbins, uh, Kyle Hamilton?
0: Well, Kyle, well, he's on a rookie deal though, so I'll down. i down the is... line. Yeah.
1: So let's say it turns into Dobbins, Hamilton,
0: Mark, no, I don't Marcus think Mark Peters,
1: Andrews. and maybe Mark Andrews becomes a little bit more difficult to sign. How would Ravens fans feel about that?
0: Is is Jamar Chase the on that rookie deal? Because I would say Jamar Chase is in fact with that. Luckily for
1: Jamar Chase, some people think in two years the cap could be $300 million.
0: As far as it's like for. Salary
1: cap. So.
0: For teens.
1: Yeah. So if it goes up that much, then it's just more room you can build in. Like I was saying with T. Higgins, though, I think the cap goes up to two.
0: What's the uh forty? the season? cap space for, for for this year? What's what's the cap like the like the cap?
1: I think a lot of people think. well, so let me see. It's
0: like, like two hundred forty-five million. It's like
1: next next season. I think some think it could go to two eighty the following season and then three hundred, the season after that. Because if you look at it, the teams with the most cap space right now, are. Let's see. The Bears have like ninety something have... million. And then it drops off to fifty something for the Falcons and then forty something for Texans and stuff like that. So even with the cap space not going up as much, some of these teams might be having to make difficult decisions because of cap space, guys they have to re- sign. It could just be timing for Lamar. Maybe that's the part that's making it so difficult. They're trying to figure out, you know, can they restructure some guys' contracts? That way, lessen the cap hit. If you bring in Lamar, now you have more room to work with on top of Lamar to try to bring in a wide receiver, bring in whatever. Maybe that's what this whole process and why it's delayed. Maybe they're approaching guys to see if they can restructure some guys first, which I guess would that be that a could, smart
0: way to go about it. That could, that could be a thing. Um, yeah. That's why it's like I've seen so interesting because like, you don't know Well, what pieces are moving? I didn't think about the Higgins um, because, I mean, so so I feel like with Mahomes, right? He's having a 10-year, like, Mm -hmm. five hundred dollars contract. Like, how do they – I mean, obviously, it's good to to lock up your QB for, like, the long term, but, like, how do they have money to keep, like, Kelsey and, like –
1: Because what they probably – I think what they did was they probably put a lot of it into a signing bonus. Then your cap hit is just the remaining money over the 10 years, I think. The NFL cap is weird like that. I mean, there's websites dedicated to it, but I feel like that's what a lot of teams will do with the quarterback. They'll front load it. That way on the back end, when other guys come up, that quarterback's cap hit isn't as big, so there's more room to fit in these other guys. But you could say the Mahomes contract, the casualty might have been Tyreek Hill, because Tyreek Hill got moved. Now, luckily for Kansas City, Mahomes is so good that he could withstand the loss of Tyreek Hill, whereas other teams, like take Miami. Miami has Tyreek Hill now. They'll have to make a decision soon on Jalen Waddle. I mean, I think it's still a few years down the line, but let's say it comes into a situation where Tyreek Hill's making all this money. Now they got to pay Jalen Waddle all this money. If Tua needs a new deal, how much do they give Tua? You know, they have Raheem Mostert. They have all these guys. Miami could be in a situation where if they don't win in the next couple of years, they might have to make some tough decisions as well. So all these teams run through this. It's just for Baltimore. It's kind of happening right now.
0: Yeah. um, That's all I want to say. Oh, so I I looked up the – the 2023, the this year's salary cap for NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, NFL Network uh, insiders Ian report and Tom Palicero reported mm-hmm. that the league informed teams Monday that dude, this article came out the 30th of January, so before the 31st of January. So, NFL Network insiders Ian Report and Tom Palicero reported that the league informed teams Monday that the 2023 salary cap. Will be a record uh, $224.8 t- per club. According to sources informed of the situa- situation, it's a $16.6 million leap for each club from $208.2 in 2023. So, I mean, I think their sure. the TV
1: deal's up in a couple of years. So that's why they think, because they know the TV deal's is going to go up because the NFL. So they feel like the salary cap's going to jump even more. And you'll see even some teams that have cap space this this year, they won't spend it all because they'll just roll over next so year when it gets bigger. They'll probably
0: have like like five hundred something million. <laughs> like, I mean, it, if it, people it, don't spend anything, because two hundred six something point something plus three hundred yeah. million, it's like five hundred something million.
1: Yeah, because even with two twenty four, the Bears have ninety five million at Cat space.
0: So that's not even anything.
1: They could sign almost a new team with that because the, all their issues that they well, have because yeah. draft picks draft picks only cost like I don't so know, I, I, guess
0: I guess we're I guess where i confused with that is like this, the cap they said 224 right is that mm-hmm. per per team has yep or going into the all season because like you said they had 98 something million but they don't have 224 million like like everyone else does
1: so you could basically say that the bears in in contracts that are on the books for next season they have 130 something so they have 95 million that they could spend to get up to the 24 and a half now whether or not they spend it all this season it's up to them cuz we all know they need wide receivers they need tight ends they need offensive line uh they need linebackers they they need almost everything so it's it's going to be depending upon them on how much of that they do through the draft because you'll be able to fill those positions much cheaper in the draft than in free agency do they do any trades that way you're kind of just swapping money amongst teams without really diving into the uh into that cap space Because they may look at this and say, next year there's some really big names coming out. If we roll money into next year where the cap goes up, we could have even more space next year and, you know, really make a splash. Whereas this year we'll draft a wide receiver. We'll draft an offensive lineman. We'll draft a linebacker and see what happens. Yeah, Bears fans may go through another year of them being bad, but the year after that they could be like, Trust me, we have a plan in place. So, it, I mean, it—the NFL—you can kind of do this several ways. So, Baltimore—I don't know what their cap space is.
0: I—I um, I, I have it right now. Um oh, okay. So, I'll, um, so according, based off you know the ends uh, and Tom's um, projected for twenty twenty three, with the salary cap kind of set, the Baltimore Ravens side with twenty six point eight. 87 million uh, in Cassidy, according to the Cardo, uh, eighth most in, in NFL. However, that's far from the full story of seeing that as a starting quarterback the past four years, Lamar Jackson. So that's what I'm confused because, like, when people, so when this report came out with 26.87 million, I guess that's including Lamar's, I guess, I guess, contract, I guess i mean is, is that why oh that's that low that's, that's, that's
1: not including lamar's contract so lamar's contract would eat into that so that's why i'm like the harbaugh harbaugh Bashadi, and all those guys have to figure out so when
0: people of so, so, that
1: cat space can they eat into if they want to improve the team here 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 and here that's why i'm like if they restructure people 26.8 could turn into 35 million in cat space so then now if you work Lamar's contract into that, now you have more money on top of that to go sign people you might be targeting. Right. Instead of Lamar eating completely into that.
0: Right. But as far as like I'm confused, it's like I guess where I'm confused at with salary Cap is like say like people want to sign for like a five year a hundred million, no two hundred thirty, say two hundred and thirty million, fifty million guaranteed. Like how do they have enough to do that? When they had punches point I guess that's with So even Okay, I, I guess you control. say thirty five million, that's not enough just to... I mean we had like
1: So with that <laughs> guaranteed money doesn't count on the cap. That's basically oh, money man. coming out of the owner's pocket.
0: So, so that's basically the owner's money coming coming going into you the could, Yeah, market. basically
1: look at it that way. Yeah, yeah. So the money that would count on the cap in that case would be if it was five years, two fifty, but one fifty was guaranteed. Mm-hmm. The cap hit would be, basically, the hundred million over the five years, and then even that number could be messed around with because you could structure it where maybe they get a little bit more of the money the first couple of years, and then it drops off the last three years to get to the
0: hundred. So million. they don't. So they don't gotta. Pay, so they don't gotta pay that hundred something, two hundred fifty, like right off the bat. is over the five years, right? Or, or minus, however long.
1: Minus whatever the guarantee because the guarantee money is. That's what that, that's what the
0: problem is. As yeah. soon as they sign, so that's why it's probably a hold on, because like if like you say it's coming out of the owner's money, it's like it, it's like that's why I, maybe I see traction in that because it's, it's where like but like you and Gene and you know cool if I say like, I mean hey, yeah, I want Lamar to get, get signed, but like as far as you know, staying healthy, like if like if I'm like Steve Biscotti, I'm like. Hey, I'm giving this man a 50 million guarantee, 200 or whatever, mm-hmm. out of my pocket. That's like, that's like, I'm trying to figure it out of an example. Off the top of my head. That's like me giving you, that's like me giving you money, right? Out of, out of my pocket. What mm-hmm. uh, kind of, I'm trying to figure out an example, like a good example of like like that. Cause I'll get somewhere with that. I just don't. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, so I googled it real quick, like how NFL contracts work, and I guess we could see if this will probably make more sense.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe I'm explaining it because I mean I'm not like a cap guru or anything like that. But so the way it breaks down is base salary, like that's basically for you being on the team. You know, players are given their base salary in seventeen like paychecks over the course. Of a 16-game schedule. This is an older article, so look at it as 18 payments over a 17-game schedule. Okay. The base salary is the the money that they would get, like if you cut them or anything like that, that's the guaranteed part. So if it's five years, 250, one 150 is guaranteed. That's like the money that the team has to give the player. The other hundred he may never actually see that because if they cut him, they could cut that money off and save that then. Um,
0: and, or that's the injury too, right? Injury. If he gets injured. Yeah. That's where like, the security blanket work that
1: into the contract. Like the security blanket yeah. hurt this much. The injuries, this serious, we're going to cut you. And then that extra money that you didn't get guaranteed, you would never see from that team. Um, skill guarantee. All right, so cap guarantee protects the player from being released so the team can get under the cap. That's basically like the guaranteed money almost. So that, I mean, okay, so signing bonus was the other part. It's the upfront money that the player gets once they sign that dotted line. The the team can't take that away from them. They get that right off the bat. So I think like with rookies... It used to be, I think it used to be like tier. Like, if you were a number one pick, you know, you could get whatever, but you were guaranteed like, like 60 million in the signing bonus.
0: and like, yeah, that's how they are, changed that system. That people are getting like houses off the bat and like cars and roads, right? Like but <laughs> they changed that. Yeah, you like, I like, think they six were
1: sick of seeing number one picks usually for 50 that, million. Like, it's like, oh, get all that
0: money. Yeah like you said, sixty million. like, it was, like, freaking, like, I was like, man, like, it's, like, $1. I think it like, a whole house, bro, like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but teams were kind of worried about so now oh, they do- that kind of money in a guy's hand just because they signed a rookie contract. We've never seen them play, but they're already getting this much money, so now they've changed it where you know, it's scaled back or whatever from whatever. But like there's a lot of aspects to it, you know, roster bonus and all that. But basically, guaranteed money is so important to the players because that's what they know that they're gonna get.
0: So I don't think the so, but Lamar, I don't think it's, it's the it's the contract itself, like whatever it, it that money is. I think it's just the traction is, the, is the guarantee to how much are willing to pay Lamar out of their pocket? You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. I think so. Now I see. The bigger picture now. I mean, me as a fan, I do want to see him sign with the Ravens. That's just my home side, my homer side. But now I'm seeing where the hesitation is. Like, so like if Biscotti or whoever the owner is. I mean, obviously, I think Biscotti he likes Lamar. Um, but if an owner really like not take care because I think he does care for Lamar. But if an owner like really wanted to sign him off the bet, no hesitation he would have done it already mm-hmm. um but now since i know it's kind of out of their pocket or the team's pocket it's like wow like and now i see like the whole maybe the said like you said maybe they're waiting on the cutting players see if they can add more to that cap space cut like cap casualties um with mm-hmm. that too cp we're gonna retire like i don't see anybody well Clay K- 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 Campbell is going to retire, but he's coming back. But as far as you know, people retiring or you know, wanting to be released, right. um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's another thing that teams are waiting on, you know, for I guess a, for buyout for buyout uh, no It's not a buyout, it's more like so players like hit their free agency market. So now let's have a better, better picture of like why there's a hole on that end because I, I heard the contract is, is set. I think I'm. I, I'm not sure what number it's at or whatever. It's just not a guaranteed part because, like, so okay. Let's break down Watson's right. He got
2: uh,
0: here. We go again. Oh, okay. Are we all good? Yeah.
1: Then we got a chat. Oh no, never mind. Yeah, Yes, so it says live and recording. So yeah, we're good.
0: Okay. Uh, like I was saying, um, so l- l- let's break down like Watson's contract because he has his contract oh, is. He two, got
1: fully guaranteed, I think, right?
0: Two, yeah, he got two to thirty. Yeah. Which, and he got.
1: Which is also why a lot of people around the league were kind of upset by that, by Cleveland doing that.
0: Because don't that's, like that's another thing that messed of, up his contract, Lamar's contract. Well, like, they don't like the
1: president that Watson got into trouble off the field. You know, was away from the game for a while, and then the minute he's available, you he just threw a bunch of money at him, which throws off, like you said, Lamar. Because Lamar could look at it and be like, I don't get in trouble off the field.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I got MVP. I to my played
1: name. more games than Watson the past couple of years why can't I get so-and-so where Baltimore would be like, yeah, but we don't want to make the same mistake Cleveland potentially could have by giving money to a guy, even though there's questions about him. but they're just going off the fact that we've had Baker Mayfield. We got sick of Baker Mayfield. Deshaun Watson was available. So we paid him. All right. I mean, good luck with that. If it works for you, it works for you. But not every team wants to sit there and have guys who, you know, don't deserve it, but they look at Deshaun Watson and go, Well, I could, why can't I get that? That's where a lot of these owners are probably upset with Cleveland. Russell Wilson, you could say a little bit as well, but mm-hmm. I mean, Wilson was a Super Bowl quarterback, so I guess you can kind of understand that in that aspect. But a lot of eyes are going to be on him as well for next year because this past year was rough. Yeah. I mean, he looked like he didn't belong in the league a lot of games. But, I mean, they kind of put that on the coach, so we'll see if Sean Payton, if it looks any different. But the the Sean Watson one for sure is one that a lot of these quarterbacks are looking at, like, if he could get that, why can't I? And that, that definitely plays into Lamar. I have to believe that.
0: No, definitely. I mean, that's – I felt like they were going to get the deal done, and then that news came out, and boom. It's like, I think that messed up every, every quarterback that's going to get that, they're going to get a next contract. Because, like you said, like a guy's been out of the league for what, a year and a half? Almost two years. was
1: an off field issue, which once we learned more about that issue was, I guess, even worse the more you heard about it, I guess. But yeah, it's going to throw off Lamar. Jalen Hurts is probably going to throw off his numbers because. Hertz is going to look at, it like, I went to a Super Bowl. We lost by a field goal. It wasn't my fault. So I should get, you know, Watson got 250. I'm worth 350.
0: Oh, so like he got 250 like, or, two,
1: or 230? Well, okay, so
0: 230. But oh, oh, still. Hertz might be like,
1: I deserve 350. Philly oh, might man. look at that and be like, oh, my God, 350 oh, for a quarterback? <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know where we're headed.
0: So just that, it's like, like we say, like 2 dollars that money's coming from... It's like, say so like fully
1: a, guaranteed if they cut him tomorrow, they have to pay him that money. Now, if they could work out an agreement with the player and be like, look, we'll give it to you uh, instead of over five years, it out over ten, I don't even know if that's something they could do, but sure. Or Watson would be like, yeah, Just give me my money, and we'll be be done here. So that's where the guaranteed money comes into play because, like I said, if Watson blows out both of his knees and Cleveland's like, well, I wish we could sign somebody else of Watson's caliber, but we're already paying Watson this money to sit at home recuperating. We better hope we draft a guy who's cheap, it could kind of do the same position, so that's where a lot of the the chess pieces are in terms of team building, and you're doing it over. Was the 53 on an active roster, plus practice squad guys? Like, it, it's a whole process. I think it's like 75 or so players once you get down to everybody involved.
0: Well, the 75, and they had to like cut down like 53 by like the start of the season, I think. Yeah, 53
1: so. is on the active roster so you know the back end guys you're not really worried about them seven fifty thousand seven fifty thousand, a million here or there but it's whether or not you pay a bunch of guys at the top and really suffer
0: and now look at down the line That's another, where I mean, another prime example of it in the league is, is is purdy right you know what i'm saying like he
1: well, that's where his value is. You're not paying him a lot. One, the seventh yeah. round
0: pick. Yeah, yeah, but that's my that's your point. It's it's like a player was maybe on a practice squad, maybe 4 string quarterback, wasn't even thought about starting. Mister mm-hmm. Relevant. And then, I mean, he was like, oh, well, I will got my team to the NFC Championship game or whatever. Like, I should get big money. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like,
1: but luckily, San Francisco still has like four years to worry about
0: that. Oh, he's still he's still a rookie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they have four years until he could even sit there and really be like, so how much you want to give me?
0: But I mean, as far as like, you know, his, his, those four year, that four year time frame, he can definitely like improve and like, Mm -hmm. improve his stock. So that's, I think, Shannon and they have to worry about too. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's very interesting. I want to now, now I know, like as you get deeper to the off season and stuff and you know what I'm saying, we learn about these contracts and stuff, like. It's gonna be really interesting to see like what team these teams do like as far as the Bengals keeping Higgins or not, or Boyd. I about I don't know what Boyd's contract is. I'm, I think I sure. think
1: Boyd's good, but Higgins is the one that's really the question mark whether or not he could stay or not. And I think what about gone, Joe? To be honest with you,
0: what about Mixon? You think is he under contract too? Mixon.
1: Well, I think Mixon is a free agent, but running backs. Because of how little value the position has, you don't really worry
0: about that. I I think they they, they have not as much value as a quarterback. I think they should should to ruined that.
1: Ezekiel Elliott ruined that because he got big money and he's been awful. Tony Pollard makes a fraction of the money and is way more productive than him.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: So, yeah, teams aren't going to spend a lot of money for running backs unless you're Jerry Jones. Especially a running back like Ezekiel Elliott, unless you're Derrick Henry and running for 2,000 yards, and even the Derrick Henry part, you know, Derrick Henry's not going to get another big contract. That big contract he got, that's it for him because he's carried the ball so much that, you know, his next contract might be year by year just to see if he still has anything left in the tank. Yeah, so running backs. Yeah, you're not spending big money anymore with them. It's all about quarterbacks, wide receivers, uh, tackles. You gotta spend money on tackles because that's literally protecting your quarterback.
0: True. True. Um, all right. So let's um let's dive into let's go into the NBA now. Well, actually, before we do, do that, let's go to talk MLB real quick. Mm-hmm. Nothing really much to talk about because MB is gonna be the last thing we're talking about to end the show. So I ha- I know I had MOB to the on the last thing, but um you know catchers and pitchers uh report to spring training, you know, so that means that the MOB season, no pun intended, is in full swing. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like more content with that. I know big news, well, bad news for us, the Yankees um Frank Montez. Supposed to be been recovered, you know, from a injury. Uh, Aaron Boone said uh, that he, I think he has to have like like a sh- sh- shoulder surgery. So his timetable or his feeling of return is well, his space of return is probably season ending surgery. So, but his cap to come back is like fall ball, October, basically half the season. And that, and, but that was a big signing for us, like, last season. Um, we got him from the athletics. Other than that, there really hasn't been other big news. I know, I mean, I, I, know I saw a post that said, Torres. Um, I think he's on his last year of his contract. The Yankees really haven't been talking to him. But I think they, I mean, he's still a young, you know, second baseman. But he hasn't really been haven't, or no one's in the front office has talked to him about a contract extension. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna be probably moving Anthony Volpe up there from Chipotle. A star started you know, ball player in um Chipotle. Um other than that, I mean, as far as you're in, both Boston, Boston, I was gonna say the Boston Celtics, uh, Boston Red Sox. Any news in are in about spring training really?
1: When it comes to spring training, the the pitching staff is being looked at because there's about six guys that Could be in the well, actually, seven guys that could be in the starting rotation. It's just a matter of which five do you go with. Mm. You know, Chris Sale has been injured like the past three years. He supposedly put on some weight, but I I think he weighs like 180 right now. But he's still like a stick because he's like 6'5, so 6'5, 185. But then again, there's only so much you can add to his frame because I think, I think a lot of people look at his body type as why he gets hurt so much. There's only so much you can do. Um, Whitlock, they're basically turning from closer middle reliever into a starter, so people are wondering what that's going to look like full-time. Tanner Houck, the same thing. They're trying to rely on Paxton, who's been hurt the past couple of years. Can he stay healthy? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll just see. I, I honestly think the Red Sox might go to a six-man rotation just to protect some of the guys who will be in the pitching rotation. The bullpen's improved. They got Kenley Jansen, Jolie Rodriguez, Chris Martin. So the bullpen was awful last year. At least that's going to look better. But lineup note, with no Trevor Story, although he says he'll be back at some point this year, I think a lot of people thought he might miss the year. He was like, no, I'll play. So I don't know if that's going to maybe be after the all-star break. But you take him out of the lineup, there's like a lack of power right now that we could depend on. We know Devers will get his. But it's going to be like, where do you hit Devers in the lineup? Because I think Devers likes hitting second. But as a power hitter, you would probably rather see him hit third or Cleanup. But if he's comfortable hitting second, he'll probably just hit there. It's filling out the, the lineup behind him so that teams don't just pitch around him. And then you're really diminishing what he could bring to the team. I mean, I like Trey Turner. I'm mean, not Trey Turner. Justin Turner. I did not know he was 38 years old, to be honest. I thought he was a little bit younger than that. But he's literally just going there to be a DH for the most part but he can fill in at first, he can fill in at third. So I think that's some value there. I like the Adam Duvall signing. It's just which Adam Duvall are we getting? The one from 2020 that helped lead the brace to a title or the Adam Duvall from last year that kind of struggled. But he's also one of like those modern hitters where you either get home runs or you get strikeouts. Haven't really seen a guy like that in Boston necessarily the past few years, but I'm excited to see it. You know, they got the dude from Japan. Um, what's his name? Took... Mashihito I can't remember his last name. But he's supposed to be like an on-base guy, so I'm excited to see how he plays in Boston. Spring training, yeah, I mean, especially around Boston where you have the Celtics, the Bruins, both having the best record in their leagues Patriots, because the NFL is King Red Sox aren't really being thought about. And for them, if the year is going to be like last year where they struggled, that may work in their favor. Cause they won't necessarily be on the back page or front page with all that. But I don't know. I don't know what to expect from them. You know, I hope they're better than last year. I'd still put them behind the Yankees, the Rays, and the Blue Jays. Can they beat out the Orioles? I guess I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah, but I uh, mean, you know Aaron Judge. I mean, I know the biggest, the biggest thing was uh signing Aaron Judge and the guy R- R- Rodon from the Giants. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a. It's, it's been quiet uh, as far as trades stuff because they the bigger. The bigger fish have been off the market now with Aaron Judge or Don, like you, like your boy uh, Devers, I guess signed, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, other than that, it's been kind of quiet on that front of like trades and stuff. So it's like, um, but as we, right, do you want to say anything else about MLB before we move on? No, nah, because
1: there'll be more to say about it the coming weeks once spring training and all that gets going.
0: All right, so here we have displayed. blade. Um, so for everyone who's tuning in or hasn't tuned in, oh, and I, I said this in the beginning of the show. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you know, hit the hit the uh, like and subscribe button, and hit that post notification so when I go live or post a video or whatever, you'll see it. Whatever, and um, you know, make sure you hit that like and, like and subscribe button. I appreciate that. Um, and uh, so now we have the, can you see the screen, the the trade deadline? Yep. page art. Right. So I mean, we got to get to these trades, man, real quick because <sighs> it's crazy. So uh, the Suns are traded tra- tra- for Kevin Durant. Well, first, before that, Kyrie uh, went to the Mavs um, that was the first number to fall in Brooklyn. Um, they went to the Madison pair with Luka Um, And then soon, like a day after that, um, well, well, Kyrie said he wanted to be traded before the trade deadline. So I think that happened before the deadline, I believe. Um, because the deadline happened, I think, the 8th or 9th. Uh, so uh, Durant and T.J. Warren are going to the Suns and the Nets are getting Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson. Is that true? Jake Crowder is going to the Nets. Or yeah, they got, got Jake
1: Crowder. Then they flipped Jake Crowder to
0: Milwaukee. Okay, so I don't think they reported that the flip, but um, so yeah, Mikael Bridges, uh, Cam Johnson, Jake Crowder, and four first-round picks and twenty-twenty pick swap. Um, the Raptors acquired Pirtle, uh, the Spurs will receive, uh, Kim Birch, a persistent 2024 first-round pick, and two future second-round picks in return. You by Toronto in 2016, Pirtle is averaging 20, 12, 12.1 points per game, 9, 9.1 rebounds this season, and only 60, 62.7 career shooting percentage. Um, that, the Blazers trade, uh, Josh Hart to the Knicks for Reddish. I mean, that was pro- kind of not surprising because, like, like Ty and other everyone else said that, you know, that trade. I mean, Tom Thibodeau didn't, didn't really use Reddit's to, you know, for his talent. So he, he was a ride to the bench. So um,
1: we also don't know what his talent is because this is now between Atlanta and New York. He couldn't play either place. So what is it? Is it something in practice he doesn't do, or what?
0: It, that's true. That's true. Um, so Portland will receive Ken Reddish in, in and in a protected future first round pick in return. Uh, the big kind of trade of the day was the Lakers are finally finalizing a deal that was saying guard Russell Westbrook so he could talk Jazz. So LA receives. Uh, Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jerry Vanderbilt. Minnesota receives we'll Mike Conley, Nikel Elena, Walker, uh, 2024, 2025, and 2026, uh, second round pick uh, via Washington, Minnesota or or Memphis, and then the 25-25 is via Utah, and then the 2026 is Utah too. And then Utah received also Westbrook, which is going to be in the buyout market. Juan's Connell Anderson, Damian Jones, and it's my first round pick from LA. Um, that's basically it as far as the trades. I know they got players on a on buyout market. I know Kevin Love said he wants to uh, uh, let's see, so I'll share my screen. Yeah, I know Kevin Love said he's uh, he wants or he's gonna buy out, bought out from Cleveland, so I think
1: that's interesting to me because explain, I, explain. I tried to figure out why they didn't do that before. They, they basically waited until they became good again, and then now they're buying them out. I never thought he was gonna last this long. Like, I thought once LeBron left, they wouldn't do like a Hard reset and Kevin Love is going to be moved. Now, well, I mean, it's easier now because it's the last year of his deal, but he'll definitely catch on somewhere. Uh, a contender will will definitely sign Kevin Love. I don't know who. who will be. Where do you I, see I, I... Where,
0: where do you see him going? Like, where do you see him landing? Um. Do you see him staying in the East, or do you think he Do you think he goes out west?
1: I'd have to see who has a roster spot. Like, I know the Celtics have a roster spot. I don't know if Kevin Love would go there because I don't know how many minutes they could necessarily guarantee him and if he'd want to. Well, I mean, maybe. Maybe Boston, but maybe like a Denver. Denver could use a little more size in that offense, playing off of Jokic and guys like that. Kevin Love could be really good out there. I'm not sure if we
0: have a roster spot about saying Lakers but I don't know if they have a roster spot. I think Mobama felt that last I roster spot said contenders. I mean, not but
1: in the west and plus if he went to LA how many minutes would he get? Because he'd be in the rotation with Vanderbilt Bomba, AD. Uh, just gonna throw maybe LeBron.
0: I think he could run with that second team with Malik Beasley and Bomba at the center. But then Van goes there too, so it's like,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying, like. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know if I see I mean, the
0: they, they gives them another good. they them another shooting big off the bench. Um but yeah like
1: where, I said, but how much would you play him? Because
0: I mean do you see could, him at he a could st- be,
1: he could be a small ball five, but a lot of that would probably go to Bamba anyway. He could play traditional four. You're kind of using Vanderbilt for that. And then some lineups. I forgot Rory. Yeah, too. I, well.
0: I forgot Rory, too. as well. So Lakers.
1: I don't know if Kevin Love necessarily fit with the Lakers. Unless you're going to cut like Bomba's minutes. Then would you trade for him? Well, I mean, you traded for him to get rid of. Who was that trade? That was the, was that the Pat Beverly one. Yeah. Bomba, yeah. That's yeah, that trade was to get rid of Pat Beverly. Because Mo Bamba had a lot of hype behind him. Didn't really see a lot of it in Orlando. A lot of that's because Orlando, like three quarters of their team, is young and he kind of just fell by the wayside. Especially if you have like Bull Bull and guys like that there. Bull Bull and Bamba are literally the same player. You got Jonathan Isaac, like all basically the same player. So it's not like an indictment on Bamba necessarily, but I think Bamba just needs a defined role with defined minutes to actually see how good he is. If you bring Kevin Love, you might be hurting him and Hachimura too, because Hachimura is a similar four-man who can shoot from the outside.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about Rory like he's on the team now, so it's like. Maybe, I mean, maybe there's cool. no space I mean, for they it.
1: They brought in so many people that the Hachimura deal seems like it was three months ago.
0: True. That's true. But um yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see where he lands. Um like on your end, does it allow you allow you to share your screen?
1: I think I can.
0: Uh do yes, you think you can pull can. up like the um like the all star or like actually first the my end's kind of laggy on my end when I want to pull up the, the websites. Um, first, I wanted to talk about like the buyout players, and then get into like the All Star festivities and like the. Well, I, got, I think I looked up. I, I went to Google. I looked up buyout buyout market NBA players. Then they showed me like a list of players. Like, I tried to pull it up, but it's like, um, it's like laggy, on my end, with like the websites.
1: So I see, all right, so like Hoops, what was it? Hoops
0: yeah, Type? I think that's the one I looked at. If...
1: Yeah, sometimes sharing some of these websites is a little bit tricky, but let's see. Yeah,
0: I think, I think Hoops was the one I looked up that, uh, that came up. Uh,
1: so I'm sharing it. You might have to. So I might have to put it up. Yeah,
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So this is the what's well, the last thought too. So we got Pat Bev on the market, Serge Ibaka, Justin Jefferson. Or just or, or I'm sorry. Justin. Justin Jackson. <laughs> Stanley <laughs> Johnson and John Wall. Um the whole any...
1: situation is, is just hilarious to me to be
0: honest with you. It yeah, could like was he talking shit under on Houston like on a podcast? Yeah.
1: And then he found himself <laughs> back there.
0: But he's in the, well, he's in Houston right now he's on the team. Yeah, that's what the Clippers traded him. Back to Houston.
1: <laughs> that's why Houston Houston's definitely gonna buy him out.
0: Hey man, when it like when the shit hits the fan. I
1: mean, <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's why you gotta be
0: careful, man. You
1: can't be burning <laughs> them bridges. You don't know where you'll end up.
0: Um, all right, I, if you want to go down, I think there's some more players. Yeah.
1: Um there's another group of these guys. Oh, Dewayne, I think
0: Dwayne Devman got picked up, I think. I believe.
1: Yeah, this is this is showing the guys who got picked
0: oh, up so the signed. Oh, so he signed so Dwayne Debman signed with the Sixers, made by the Spurs. I I thought Deddy was on the heat. Deadman? Yeah, I thought he was on the Miami Heat. He that was on show. the
1: They traded him to the Spurs. The Spurs bought him out with oh, the Sixers. Yeah, the Spurs, ja- Spurs aren't gonna use him.
0: Yeah. Bernie Jackson, uh, bought yeah. up by the Hornets, signed with the Nuggets. Well was on the Clippers. Denny Green, um Guard, bought up by the Rockets. I'm not I think he was a free agent, I think, or I thought I mean, or I thought he was hurt. Uh, yeah, he's
1: still hurt, but I think the Cavs signed him hoping he could him. actually come back at some point this year.
0: Tash Ross, uh, guard forward, bought out by the Magic, signed with the Suns. Um, Justin Holiday to the uh, away by the Rockets, signed with the Mavericks. Uh, the few other veterans who are candidates to be bought out are uh, Will Barton. Uh, Frank Kaminsky, uh, Alex Lynn, Kevin Love, like we said, now it's Noel, uh, Derrick Rose, and Russell Westbrook. I think that's the last ones that are on the bio.
1: Barton is the
0: name. that's Barton, he's, be, pretty, he's pretty good. He's going to be coveted by a lot of teams. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, Kaminsky, Lynn, those guys, uh eh. Kevin Love will get You know, some looks as well. Nerlens Noel is a guy – I really like Noel coming out of college. It's always been an injury thing with him. Um, Derrick Rose, that's probably more out of respect from the Knicks to maybe give him a chance to, you know, like latch on with a team to, you know, maybe make a run at a title. I feel like that's where that's coming from. And then Westbrook we know because Utah is going through a youth movement and they don't really – Need Westbrook at this point. I do wonder how Knicks fans do would feel about Derrick Rose because I feel like he's a fan favorite there. I think they do kind of understand the situation with him.
0: Yeah, true, true. Um, I heard he might go to the like Milwaukee. That's a rumor. Uh
1: oh well, yeah, because Milwaukee behind Drew Holiday. Who's necessarily your backup point guard?
0: Well Grayson Allen, is he on the bench or he's a starter?
1: He's a bench guy, but Grayson Allen's more of a two guard to me. I don't really see him as a point.
0: True, true. Um yeah, so we are narrowing ten minutes. So I guess we can end with like the um the like the all-star, the all-star festivities. Um, do they have the um
1: uh, participants and all that,
0: or like do they have like the like the celebrity all-star game? We can go into that like just for fun. Like the celebrity all-star, I, I know 21 Savage is in there. Uh, I think Quavo has to be in there. For, like, so, uh, I the know,
1: celebrity. I know, like Janelle Monet because I saw the TikTok of her working on her jump shot. <laughs> Oh, yeah?
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. Drake's on in that. He can, like, he can ball, man.
1: The times I've seen him, he can't ball. I don't know. He's probably, maybe he's I mean, he has his own court.
0: Oh, player. I hear you mean mean nothing. No. Man, trash dudes with money got their own court. He, wait, you say Drake is trash?
1: I'll just say, just because... Because he has,
0: money. <laughs> oh Kai If you if you just call it Drake, I'm talking about. Not... There's guys who
1: can't play ball would have a court because they just like basketball.
0: <laughs> I'm about to say, do you call Drake? Trash on my podcast. I, I got little, I, I, you know, There's a door, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so what is? When are the? Is everything Saturday? Like for like the all the celebrity or... game. Friday. Oh, it was Friday. Then the all star like three point contest is Saturday, right?
1: That's on Saturday. Then the game is Sunday. It's on Sunday.
0: All right. I'm not sure if they have. Okay. So, R- R- Ruffles. Oh, celebrity game. Yeah. So, okay. So,
1: DK Metcalf, isn't it? <laughs> I know that.
0: I know last year yeah. wasn't like uh, Miles, Miles Garrett. Johnson. is there last year too? Well, that was last year, Miles yeah, they always have like two NFL players. See, no, see, my see, that was, I mean, it, it, I guess it works. Because, like, mine is, is laggy too sometimes. Oh, there we so go. So, 21 oh, Savage. Yeah. So, so Team Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ryan's, I don't know who Ryan is. Ryan Smith. Yeah, the governor. Oh, Kane okay, Brown. Corday, wow. Diamond. Calvin Johnson's playing? Oh. hmm. Marcus Mian, The Miz, wow. Albert Pujols is playing? Get the hell out of here. Because old bald head. <laughs> old ballhead <laughs> Yeah, well,
1: I mean,
0: that's. Everett, Osborne, <laughs> Ozuna, Ozuna. Um, Gomero, Rodriguez. All right, that's, that's Team Ryan. So Team Dwayne, du- it says Dwayne what, Dwayne. No, Dwayne Wade, oh, OK.
1: Well, i was saying this Cinco Walls guy is the one from the reboot of White Men Can't Jump.
0: Okay. Oh, he's um. I think I think he played in Power. Next uh, show. I think so. Yeah, I think. Um. So got a team. Said,
1: How is Jack Harlow not in if he's in the movie too?
0: Um. Wait. Wait. I thought twenty. I thought Twenty One Savage was on Team Ryan, but maybe I'm. Tripping, um, Dwayne.
1: Like, team Wade.
0: Uh, so Team Wade is Dwayne Wade, obviously Nick Jam or Nikki Jam, and Jester from content creator Samu Liu, Hassan Mahia, a comedian DK Metcalf, uh, Janelle Monet, like you said, RK Echo uh, uh, oh, is she. Twenty One Savage, Re, Singh, Francis Tiafa. Oh, he's playing. Whoa, I want to see him play basketball. He's he's a Haitian. Oh, he's a Haitian too. I think. Um, Alex Toussaint. Oh, yeah, he's, he's playing Tucson. Yeah, that's funny because like every time I do the plonk on, he does like the. Uh, I do his classes, man. <laughs> That's, that's crazy. All right. All right. Um, real quick, let's, let's go to, like to, to, I guess, the skills challenge, see who's in there. And I guess we'll break down, I guess, you know, real quick, just uh, three-point contestants and like the uh, Just real quick, real quick. All right, skills challenge. So skills challenge, yeah. I'm like, we already knew who the roster are for the All-Star game, right? So, I mean, as far as like, the list and uh so for participants we have hold on it's gotta... it's, it's all good it's all good
1: yep. Yeah, like these NBA sites it's like because I think they have like ads in the background that kind of kill the oh here we go
0: so yeah, they so always got team they got team. team. Team We have to say, Giannis, the Giannis, and Alice, are so the brothers. And they got Team Jazz. The, the
1: highest paid cheerleader in the league?
0: Who, Giannis? Yeah, Thanassus.
1: Yeah. Oh, highest, Fenas- coach, highest paid cheerleader.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, Team Jazz, you got Jordan Clarkson, uh, Walker Kessler, and Colin Sexton. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that. Or well, team rookies: Pollock, McCarroll, Ivey, and I mean, Jabari Smith. Um, I might take team Jazz because they're 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 all they're all guards, so they had that passing ability. So, and uh, come up to oh, team yeah. Jazz and team rookies, man. I mean, because last year the team Giannis' team fell short. Because mm-hmm. I think Giannis, I think Alex kind of like was messing up. I think Giannis was the only one that got the ball through the hole. And got it done, but those other two brothers couldn't get the job done, so they kind of lost. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna go with team veterans, team rookies in the, in the final.
1: The only thing with the rookies, Jafari Smith, he's had a rough year. Like bank Harrow Ivy, like them. I just wonder if Smith. I mean, it, it should be a good team there. Team Jazz, you know Clarkson. I mean, we already know if it comes down to shooting. Clarkson can do that. Uh, Kessler. Ah oh, man, I don't know. This this is tough. I, I'm a, I, I'd go team Giannis.
0: You go team Giannis. Yeah. Like, like you trust them with shooting?
1: Hey man. I, I gotta remember how this competition works gonna <laughs> no. can I, can um, I remember they changed it does it explain all right here we go so Three round competition. Oh, so, the team. so the first round is a
0: team relay all teams can comp- teams compete one at a time all players from each team should be in time relay each player must compete the to complete the course. 35 foot outlet pass. I didn't move the target from the baseline. Complete the pass to move on to the next, or, or max three wild attempts. Or valid attempts. Dribble down court to three moving pylons. Short shot in the lane. Max three valid attempts. Move on after a mistake of three attempts. Left corner three point shot. Max three valid attempts. Move on after a maker of three attempts. I forget what was
1: involved. Okay.
0: I don't trust the Giannis is in this, man. Uh, it's because there's so many different, like, I mean, I, Giannis, maybe Giannis, but the other ones, like you said, we had to... I
1: feel like Alex is a decent shooter. I can't remember a lot about Alex. Yeah, round two is passing. I mean. Mm. It'll definitely come down to round three with, with Giannis and his brothers, the shooting part. Like passing, I think they could get through that. I think this is the part where Scotty Barnes made a fool out of himself. Okay, so after seeing all that that they have to go through, yeah, I don't know if I can go Team Giannis, to be honest with you. I go team Jazz actually. I I give it to the to the hometown team. I think you're
0: muted, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm going definitely. I'm going either team Jazz or team um, rookies, just because I know, like I all, all those all those things. It's like shooting and left- this graphic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going either. I'm definitely going either uh, Team Jazz or Team Brooklyn in the final.
1: Yeah. I think if they get down to round three, as close, I I could see Team Jazz pulling out in the shooting.
0: Yeah. Part. Giannis, I mean, maybe Gian, Giannis can probably carry them to like the second round, maybe. But that's what happened last year. Giannis carried the team, and like they just couldn't get it done. I'm the other two brothers, so it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean.
1: I still, I mean, the skills challenge, even with the old way that they used to do it, where they had the little obstacle course, it was all like guards at uh, first.
0: Yeah, and they, they had to do it with the later. You know, yeah. Big
1: men, and it was always fun seeing big men doing it.
0: It was fun. Now man.
1: this way, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I mean, you know, with them just having like Giannis being a team automatically in it, whatever. Because you could technically use the holidays as well. Got Drew, Justin, and Aaron Holiday. If you want to, maybe, maybe that's a way, maybe that's the way that they go about it soon, where a team, is it like Team Giannis or Team Holidays that they use, and then Team, whatever city they're in, and then Team Rookies instead of it being Team Giannis basically every year.
0: I see that. I see that. I mean, uh, who doesn't
1: want to see Giannis? Though I mean, because Giannis, Giannis will have fun with it.
0: We, we all yeah. Know. Oh yeah. All right, so I guess the last two competitions is um the three point. I guess, yeah, we can go to the three points first and then the um, dunk contest. Then we, can, then we can wrap it up. We're almost at the two-hour mark. We're, we are at the two-hour mark, so it's just two more categories. By now, well, I don't think that it's updated, but I yeah. think they – Oh, yeah, they did. They put Randall in there. All right.
1: Let me see it. This is always the competition for me. I, I love the three-point contest.
0: I'm not to... uh, this. <laughs>
1: uh... Randall seems like an odd choice.
0: Wait, who did he replace? he replaced...
1: even that seemed weird that he was in it too. I'm trying to I mean, play Randall. One. Randall shoots a lot of the threes. That much I know.
0: But does he make a lot of threes?
1: I mean, if I had to guess, he probably shoots around 30.
0: probably shoots mid-30s. I'm going to have to say, I'm up to go with, uh, if it, it came into the finals, I think in a group chat, I think I'm going Daniel Lillard, and I'm going Tatum in the finals. I would say Buddy Hill, too, cause he's a shooter too. But it's like uh,
1: I think the finals would be three guys. I think.
0: I thought it was done to two. Is it? Or, 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 like you could be right. First
1: round.
0: Yeah, three players. Oh, three players. So I think it's gonna be. Just it on the I think it's gonna be Tatum, Dame, and. And and Buddy Hill. That's my final three. And Tatum. How do I look at
1: this? Dame. See, certain guys are really good, like, in-game three-point shooters where it's different where you're standing at a rack, grabbing it, shooting. So I don't know. I don't know how Tatum's going to look at that in that aspect of it, because Tatum... Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because Tatum also right. usually does, like, dribble between his then so pull-up, or step-backs. Can't really do that in a three-point contest. So healed, I have no issue with healed. I think Kevin Herter could be a sleeper in this one. And Halliburton, because Halliburton oh. basically shoots a set shot anyway, so this contest will be oh. easy for him. Actually, that might be my final three. I'll go Halliburton, Healed, and Herder. All H's. Because Hero's also that. the same way. Hero likes to shoot off the dribble.
0: Right, right. I mean, what about Roy Marketing? Like, he's one of those sleepers, too. One of those, those sleeper bigs. I can
1: see Marketing getting edged out by one of the three I said. I think Marketing could come forth in this one.
0: Well, you're like, what if Rano just like goes off, yo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think mean, Randall, Randall could shock people and get to the final because Randall could, is just man. that weird of a guy where he may just get hot and maybe Buddy Heald will come into this putting a lot of pressure on himself thinking he should win it. He could struggle in the first round and get knocked out.
0: But uh, Like I said, Tatum is more of like a... Uh,
1: like Tatum can shoot. That, that could, like, yeah, that he can shoot. off the dribble.
0: Right, right. What if he gets hot? Yeah, my final, my final would be because Dame he can knock down a three point shot. I mean, I know he can knock deep three pointers too. Um, so, uh, I think my my view on it is whoever is first and sets the tone is probably gonna win because say if Dame gets half the racks plus had the money balls but that's the like 20, always, yeah always like key. like three point four points I think or two extra points I think so that's like 20, 20 points off the including the money shot so like I mean I mean that goes for anyone who starts out first like whoever gets like gets 10 to 15 points is not probably gonna win it because that that next person line will probably be over Come that fifteen point score, um, hmm. so if Tatum so say if Tatum was first, right? I, don't, I I I don't see him advancing because, like you said, that. he's not oh, really a yeah. not a shooter. I guess as far as but well, he can look down a three, but like you say, he's more off ball. Like not just like off ball kind of you know player who craves plays off the dribble, so. Him standing still in a corner, the yeah, corner threes are pretty easy because they're shorter distance from like the other points on the floor.
1: But it also depends far, how many of them you shoot, though. Because that's true, because then you get tired. I thought Willard doesn't shoot a lot of corner threes, so a lot of his are on the wing and at the top. True, also, it also depends where you place your money. I mean, I mean, you, can say, I mean you get that one rack of all money balls that you get to place wherever. That will be interesting to see. Oh, as well.
0: I think that, that that that's the new rule where right? you can place your money ball wherever you want.
1: Yeah, you get a full rack of them. At the end, it used to be ball.
0: just like the the money ball at the end of the rack. Mm-hmm. So, and is not there like a Mountain Dew thing where it's like the D three or whatever? Or that's a, I don't know. Maybe I'm... I
1: think so. Uh... Uh... I went too far.
0: I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Oh, uh, East Ball, uh, one special white starry ball. Oh, that's a new. Uh, shot, uh, uh, that's very uh money ball, your special Money Ball to rack to be placed on the five main screen. Locate okay, every ball on rack is worth two. Oh, okay, balls worth two points. Uh, yeah, so deep shot locations between racks two and three. Oh, so they're the deep shot. Three and four. Yep.
1: Yeah,
0: if I to. Fifth be the Rack is your
1: special All Money Ball rack where you place it wherever you want to put it. So if you
0: were a shooter, where would you put it at? Would you <laughs> put it, like? So for me, I always like shooting like in the corner from, where it's, like, in between the middle and, like, the, so, like, the I was never in a corner corners.
1: three shooter. I hate. No, well, shot. I'm not saying
0: corner corner. I'm saying, like, you know, where, like, the uh, oh, wait. Where like the elbow is. Like the wing, yeah. The wing corners, yeah.
1: Yeah, my money rack would be right wing.
0: All right, stop seeing the soccer terms, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's – no. So, I was just saying, I'm like listening. standing, standing yeah, at I'm half court, mean. looking at the hoop, the wing to your right. That's where I would put mine. Okay. Yeah. I would just hope to get through the corner shots because I hit or miss from there, but out on the wings, I'm good. Up top, I'm pretty good.
0: Where would you put yours? I'd probably put mine – I'll probably put mine like uh, at the tableau. or that's probably the easiest. Okay. If not there, they probably put the corner, because I'm good at corner threes.
1: Yeah, I I just didn't shoot a lot of corner threes. But, I shot a lot of mine from the wing.
0: Man, I want to see your shot, man. I, I mean, like like, you see my shot. Hmm? And Gene, do so you have any videos of shooting hoops?
1: I mean, the, I haven't shot hoops in forever. If I ever end up on a court, I will record my jump shot.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Well, we got one more competition. The dunk contest and we can wrap it up. And then we're over two hours. Um, Talking about the slam dunk contest. This, I'm not really as interested in as a three point because
1: it's
0: like I I don't even care. So we have I find King the judges
1: are probably more exciting than the participants. I mean I'm interested to see
0: Kenyon Martin Jr., I will say that. I know I do want to see Jericho Sense because that, that dude can get up, man. He's on the next. <clears throat> um so we got Kenyon Martin Jr., um Matt McClung, uh Trey Murphy the third, and then Jericho Sims. The others are Jamal Crawford, uh, Lisa Leslie, Kareem Malone, Harold Me Minor, and Dominique Wilkins. I think Dominique Wilkins he's he's always on the yeah. the panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I I thought I thought Obi Toppin was in there, but I don't know what Ty talking about. Toppin. I thought he that's what Ty was like. I don't think if I'm on the list. Yeah, I
1: I always remember these four being the ones announced unless the Lowy Toppin was maybe asked to do it and maybe he turned it down. I don't know.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I'm not really excited. I do want to see the dude Jericho to see who he has, because I know he can dunk, it's
1: Like I <clears throat> um, can dunk. I know that. Oh, yeah. It's just... I don't know. I don't know about him, though. Because it's one thing to dunk, but can you, like, excite the crowd? Can you make the dunk on the first attempt? Because we know that's a big thing as well, because if you're doing, like, six, seven attempts, the crowd is literally dead by attempt three. So then it's like... Yeah, now you're just kind of wasting time, but... I don't know. And how creative can these guys be? When we've kind of seen Vince Carter do everything, we've seen Dominique, we saw Zach Levine, we've seen Aaron Gordon. What can these guys do?
0: Yeah, true, true. Yeah, like, like, like my love for the dunk like contest kind of faded when Dwayne Wade made that controversial pick. For Aaron Gordon. That annoyed
1: the mess out of me too. I couldn't stand it. And the way he kind of like laughed yeah. it off, like it was. Oh. Hoo, hoo, hoo.
0: I mean, and I... now he knows why he's not on the panel this year.
1: And I'm glad he's not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh like man. that
1: whole moment just seemed like him wanting to be
0: he dunked storm. over, he dunked over uh he dunked the magic the magic the Orlando Magic mascot right? And Gordon? yeah, because yeah. I I did someone dunked over t- t- Taco Fall. Was that him too?
1: I can't remember. It might have been.
0: Because someone no, it's, it had someone smaller. I remember someone someone dunked over Taco Fall.
1: Yeah, I, oh, who was that?
0: Oh my gosh,
1: man! I have to look back and see. Yeah. But I mean, the. The Magic Mascot dunk, you know, he's on the hoverboard, spinning around. Like, that dunk was, that was just madness when I saw him make that one. Because I think he caught it, like, cupped it behind. I don't know. Levine and Gordon, I gave them so much credit because the dunk contest had been dead for years. And then those two took it back to, like, the Vince Carter days where it was just guys who were athletic and it, was
0: Aaron. Yep. it was Aaron yep. Gordon. Yep. Damn. Aaron Gordon dunks over Taco Fall 2020 slam dunk contest.
1: Yeah, it's crazy that that Wade decision kind of killed, like, the chances of seeing Aaron Gordon again almost.
0: That's what he, he did say
1: after that. He was like, right after this, then I'm done."
0: Didn't he not? Did he not win that one too in 2020 after the Taco Fall dunk, or that, or, or was that the one that decided the Aaron Gordon? Because that was the Gordon Levine dunk contest. Uh, I'm
1: trying to think who won that. One. Did Levine win that one? I mean, Levine had some good dunks. Yeah, I think Levine won that one because I I feel like I remember watching. No, it was that Derrick that
0: Jones. It was Derrick Jones Jr. who won that one. The 2020. Oh, which
1: one? Oh, that was the first one that Gordon was in, right.
0: That was the second one because that was in 2020.
1: Okay, so Gordon Levine was the first one. Yeah, there's, there's no. Way, okay, I was about to say there's no way Derrick Jones won, the Gordon and Levine one, because if they had done yeah. that, that'd have been like somebody should get arrested for that. But <laughs> I just remember the Gordon dunk when he jumped up, put it between his legs while his legs were like, uh, parallel with the floor, and then dunked it, and I was just like.
0: Bro, this has to be like a ten across the board, it's like.
1: Right, and it was just like for Gordon, who's he's not a, he's not exactly a small guy either. Like for him, athletically to do that, that was one of the best I'd seen in like, who knows how many. Just so like Blake
0: Griffin dunking over, over that car, right, or something like that. Like...
1: Which, I mean, even that one, if you think back to it, it's like okay, like he jumped over the hood. It was just weird because seeing him pull out a car and then jump it over, we we're just like, "Oh yeah, nobody's done that." But I mean, thinking back, as like, yeah, that's that's also kind of the point where a lot of people were turned off by the dunk contest as well.
0: Yeah, because I mean, there are some
1: guys jumping over random things.
0: Right, there are some mon- there are some monumental uh, also like Dwight Howard come with the, with the Superman cape. There, I was with the Kryptonite. <laughs> like there were some moments where, like, yo, I would, I was looking forward to the dunk contest. But now, like, uh. it's like, all right, I do want to see Jericho dunk. I want to see maybe Mac McClung. But other than that, it's like, I don't know. Well, Trade no problem. Or...
1: Well, okay, so Dwight Howard, when he was in the dunk contest, we all knew who Dwight Howard was. That's true. The average fan, they may only know Kenya Martin Jr. because of his dad. Mac McClung, unless you were a Georgetown fan, or I think he was kind of like a YouTube sensation as well. If you didn't or necessarily make like your he with the Lakers too. You I don't mean. know who. Even his Laker days, I don't know how. Yeah, he, he didn't
0: really played. play that much, You're
1: right? Or even Golden State, he didn't really play that much. Jericho Sims, I think he went to Texas, but he plays in New York, so he probably has more eyeballs on him than the other three. Trey Murphy, mm-hmm. I don't know how many people know Trey Murphy. That's been the issue. If you're like, if this dunk contest was like uh, John Morant, Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, and
0: Zion, I don't know.
1: Yeah, everybody would tune in. We wouldn't care necessarily that. <laughs> oh, we. We've seen them. We've seen every dunk done. So, what could they do? It'd just be seeing four a guys. the another knows.
0: one to do it. Like, he is young. Like,
1: I could see him do it maybe if the All Star game was like in Memphis. I could see him doing it.
0: Or like a bigger market like LA or something like that. Or...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Memphis, LA, Damn. Vegas. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't really. Decide anything, but maybe that's where he's at. I, I don't know. Or maybe it's just maybe, maybe stars don't see the dunk contest as cool anymore. Maybe that's the problem. So they're like, I don't need to do that. Yeah. Cause, I mean, stars do the three point contest. They don't even care. They, they want to do the three point contest. That's why it's taken over. I mean, it does kind of stink that, you know, Steph's not in it this year, but.
0: Yeah, I yeah, it's injury. Injured. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I think we um ended the. I guess it's fair to say we ended the show with a slam dunk. Ha 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 ha. How do I, how do I react to that?
2: Uh, uh.
0: <laughs> 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 but oh uh, yeah man me, uh it was a good show. Um, once again. Jordan's all the we. I'm on, on the ones and twos, like Gene always says. Um, you know, other than, you know, uh, NFL, NBA, uh, I know you got some FFL happening. I don't really want to get into that right. I mean, we'll talk about that more. Like, if you want to talk about it in the next episode. Um, see the new roles and how they can implement it to NFL, you know, robot. I mean, it
1: kicks off this weekend. I will probably watch a few games just to see how it looks.
0: Is it McMahon still? No, this is The Rock. Oh, The Rock Rock owns it now. Mm -hmm. It's in in better hands. Um,
1: Yeah, he he said he he wants to make it work. So, we'll
0: see. Well, with that being said, man, um, like I said, uh, the show's on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify basically, any podcast streaming platform you listen to your podcast, so I'll be on there. Uh, my boy Kyle's show, Chomping on the Bit or chopping at the Bit, chopping on the Bit, or Chomping at the Bit. Um, mm-hmm. it's on YouTube, I think. Um, it's on all the other pl- platforms too. Nah, it's just
1: like it's strictly like YouTube, Facebook. Uh, if I do live shows, it's on Twitch. Hey and if you throw me on, on your
0: LinkedIn, oh, just like when do you like when do you like yeah. when do you do your shows? Like, you know, like like what days?
1: <clears throat> it's kind of whenever I just kind of feel like doing an episode. I don't really have a set time. I probably need to get a set time, but hmm. Usually,
0: try to do like two or three a week. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say if you ever want me on an episode, man, we can. uh you know, uh, chop it up with sports talk. You know what I'm saying? Let me know. Um, if you need any if you need a co or if you need a co-host or a guest on your show, let me know, man. But uh, other than that, man, I mean, do you have any other final thoughts before we head out? No,
1: nah, I mean, yeah, NFL's over. I know a lot of fans are sad by that, but like we just said, you got XFL, you got USFL if you got to fill your football need. I think between those two leagues, it'll basically take you until training camp for the NFL. So, I mean, there's still something. Plus, you got the draft. I mean, NFL fans, you know, they get into the draft anyway. But like you kind of said at the beginning of the show, it's crazy how these leagues have turned you know, the sports calendar until, like, it's 365. Even though the NFL season's over, there will still be NFL stories every day from here on out. And Oh, yeah. That's just the reach of sports, which is why I just like sports so much.
0: Yeah, like you said, like, you know, the NFL season has ended, but not really because, like, you know, yeah. Coach of Coach Hiring. Yeah.
1: Free agency is, like, three weeks away, I think.
0: I think the I giraffe, like you said, maybe I might maybe on this show uh, we can do like a uh, like a mock giraffe, like we did on the other on the sports and part network. We can come up with something. And then also I wanted to learn how to do that um that that grid we did last week or this week with the grid with the different teams. We can do that like the two toe i am trying gonna learn how to do that on this show too. So um, yeah, definitely we have got some content coming up, man. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be some good content so uh like with that being said I'm Jordan uh my boy Kyle and and we'll be back again uh next week yeah all right so. y'all